Buying or selling a home can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Heritage Realty makes buying and selling easy. With Heritage Realty, you get local market expertise, one-on-one service, and the support of a network of agents across the area. Heritage Realty cares about the details and goes above and beyond to deliver the service you need. Knowledge is power. Trust Heritage Realty to buy or sell your home. For the newest listings and detailed market reports, visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com. Heritage Realty, where today's technology meets traditional customer service. All right, a brand new hour of the starting lineup. Sharing some radio time here on the flagship station of the, the new number one team in the college football playoff rankings. That's right, 99.1 The Sports Animal. What's up, Tyler Ivins? This is your morning buzz. What do you need to know about hour number two of the program and your Tennessee volunteers? It begins now on TSL. Well, Logan Ward, last night, the college football playoff rankings first week of the 2022 season were revealed. And yes, the number one team in the land, that would be your Tennessee Volunteers, followed by Ohio State at number two, Georgia at number three, and Clemson coming in at number four. What about those other two undefeated teams? They had to be five, six, right? Well, Michigan came in at number five. TCU is six, right? And Alabama came in at number six. What? Yeah, you heard me. Undefeated TCU. They are the seventh spot. What helped the volunteers out? Well, that six-seeded Alabama with one loss. That was juicy from a few weeks back, beating them in Knoxville. And, oh, yeah, LSU's the number 10 team in the land, which helped after you went down to Baton Rouge Rouge and got your little gumbo and jambalaya and beat them like a pulp. Uh, I will say this. Uh, for those of you outside that were wondering how things would play out, Yesterday, when asked about how things end up playing out, Obu Corrigan over the uh, at NC State AD direct over uh, NC State, Mr. Corrigan, who is now the chair of the College Football Playoff Committee, said the defensive show that they put on against Kentucky on Saturday, that making Tennessee a complete team, that was the reason for putting them as the number one team in the land last night through the eyes of the College Football Playoff Committee, Logan Ward. And the NFL, the trade deadline was yesterday at 4 o'clock. There was a whole bunch of trades yesterday. Just some notables here. The Broncos traded linebacker Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins. The Lions traded away tight end TJ Hawkinson to their divisional foe in the Minnesota Vikings. The Colts traded running back Nahi Himes to the Bills. The Bears acquired Chase Claypool from the Steelers. But the one that's my favorite and involves my team, the Falcons traded away suspended for gambling wide receiver Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence has got wide receiver number one. Jaguars had no problem passing James Robinson on to another team because they wanted to focus on getting Travis Etienne 90% of the carries. And here's the thing. He was suspended for gambling on a game that involved his then team at the time, the Atlanta Falcons, against his now current team, Jacksonville Jaguars. Did you watch any action last night? You probably did. After you watched the college football playoff rankings reveal, you flipped over to the deuce. You saw Ohio beat up Buffalo 45-24, or maybe you were following along with the ride with Ivan's play for Tuesday. Ball State outright winners 27-20 in Kent, Ohio over the Golden Flashes on the U. Same schedule tonight. ESPN 2, 7 o'clock. Western Michigan going to Bowling Green. <coughs> Listen at 8.55. Uh, and then ESPN News going to got Central taking on Northern Illinois. A combined 4-12. and 12, The Chippewas and the Huskies matching on a Wednesday in November. Get some. And Game 3 of the World Series last night. The Phillies took down the Astros 7 to nothing. They hit 5-5 five, five home runs. Lance McCullers was tipping his pitches last Ooh, night. That was bad. Couldn't get his knee up high enough. But they knew when the breaker was coming. They knew when the off speed was coming. Ding. The Phillies now lead that series two games to one. 
because of property management. Buying and selling your home. If you want to make East Tennessee your brand new home, you're probably listening to us right now on the stream. You probably want to be around the rest of this infectious East Tennessee. Tennessee Volunteers number one ranking. All right? You want to catch this virus? I shouldn't position it that way. There's still people out there now these days that easily can get sick. So if you want to be a part of this awesome atmosphere, how about that? Let's say that. Yeah. You need to give a shout to our friends over at Heritage Realty. They're online at heritagerealtynox.com. Tyler, we love how much excitement you have and how much you want to have more people and how much you want to populate the city of Tennessee. Let's not compare it to infection or virus. Is Logan Ward snickering under his breath? I can actually hear him on the other side of the microphone. No, hang on. I saw a picture on Twitter the other day. You <laughs> said that. And it was our boy Tyler Wyatt. Shouts to Tyler Wyatt. And he posted a picture of someone in like the plague costume <laughs> talking to someone that was dressed up as a doctor. That not amazing? Ironic. Man. It's got a little bit of uh, irony to that. That yeah, it does. cracked me up. Uh, I want to hear from Josh Eipel. Tennessee's head football coach was part of the college football playoff ranking show last night. He had a lot of great things, grinning ear to ear with his team as the number one ranked team through the playoff committee's eyes. This man has only coached 21 games in his Tennessee tenure. You'll hear from him next as the starting lineup continues. The Wednesday after the college football playoff rankings made the Tennessee Volunteers the number one team in the land. And you'll be able to hear their massive Season-changing showdown with Georgia later this weekend on the flagship station for Tennessee football right here on 99.1 The Sports Animal. Yeah, Tyler, good morning. The first college football playoff rankings of the season was released last night. Tennessee came in ranked number one after their 8-0 start. Ohio State ranked number two, Georgia three, and Clemson number four. Outside of the top four, it looks like this. Michigan number five, Alabama six. An undefeated TCU came in ranked at number seven. In Major League Baseball last night, game three of the World Series, the Phillies beat the Astros seven to nothing. The Phillies now lead that series two games to one. Some notable trades yesterday in the NFL trade deadline. The Broncos traded away linebacker Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins. The Lions traded tight end TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings. The Colts traded running back Nahi Himes to the Bills. It's 7-11. Reaction to Tennessee being ranked number one in the initial college football playoff rankings. That's coming up next here on TSL. Have a good Wednesday morning. I'm Logan Ward. Are we looking for trouble? All right, good morning to you, 718, starting lineup. Back in the Budweiser Studios, top floor, Old Kingston Pike. Got to say what's up to Steve Merrill, our friends over at Anheuser-Busch this morning. Budweiser Studios, man, it is right now a hot one. We are sizzling this morning. A lot of people waking up in a great mood. Look, being eight knows one thing. Waking up as the number one team in the land through the eyes of the college football playoff committee. Boy, oh boy, if that isn't just a fantastic, fantastic feeling. Tennessee one, Ohio State two, Georgia surprisingly at number three with Clemson rounding out the top four. If the college football playoff regular season was over and the committee had found these four teams, Tennessee would be playing Clemson right now, likely in the Peach Bowl, which would then be sending Georgia and Ohio State out to the desert for that other national semifinal game in the Fiesta Bowl. So how did it sound last night? Reese Davis said hello. Good evening to Josh Heupel. And this is what Tennessee's head football coach had to say just minutes after learning Tennessee. His team, his team for all of 21 games was the new number one team in the land through the committee's eyes. Reese Davis with Josh Heupel last night on ESPN. 
when you took this job uh, in, before the 2021 season, how quickly did you envision becoming a national championship contender? Yeah, I don't know that we placed a, a time frame on it. I think that's one of the things that actually had our players buy into to what we're doing. We never set a ceiling. Uh, obviously, our guys' habits have allowed us to play really consistently here in the early part of the season. Uh, there's long ways to go. We obviously got a huge test this week in Athens, Georgia. Uh, but uh, I love competing with this team every Saturday. So, the best resume in the country with the best win in the country. Tennessee over Alabama. That's what we learned last night about why the committee liked what Tennessee had done thus far. Two top 10 victories currently in the college football playoff rankings. But as we learned last night from the chair of the college football committee, NC State Athletic Director Boo Corrigan, the reason why the Volunteers were solidified as the number one team, it's that defensive performance they had against Kentucky, which, quote, Logan Ward, made them the complete team in their eyes to be the number one team opening week of the college football playoff rankings. I'm glad that he gave us that answer because we now have a, he set the precedent last night, if you look dominant from one week to the next on offense and on defense, you're going to get the benefit of the doubt, and that is a big piece of the pie. The resume matters. There's no doubt about it. Tennessee passed that eye test with the defense. They also passed the resume test. And really, we all know the eye test just means you score a whole bunch of points. Let's let's be very honest about something there. But with the resume, it turns out, I don't think that the Pittsburgh, Florida, and Kentucky win means as much as what some people will lead you on to believe. Sure. But as soon as I saw LSU being ranked number 10, I turned and looked at someone sitting beside me, and I said, they're going to do it. They're going to put Tennessee number one. Yeah. And I didn't think they were going to. I'm not surprised, but I did not think that they would go that far. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. Coming into the weekend before they played Kentucky, I thought for sure Tennessee was going to be the college football playoff top four. And then I saw them hold a top 10 selection in Will Levis in the NFL draft next spring. Number you, one overall selection, Tyler. Look, right? look, you can argue if it's one, two, seven, or nine. I'll say second round. It was uh, he in the eyes of a lot of scouts, a lot of mock draft writers. They believe Will Levis is going to be a top ten selection. They believe Bryce Young is going to be a top ten selection. Anthony Richardson currently flirting with a top ten selection. Tennessee has beaten all three of those quarterbacks this year, but it was Levis that they held under a hundred yards passing. They made Will Levis, who some people thought that he could be this immortal this rock-moving quarterback that he could do no wrong, held him to under 100 yards passing and three interceptions. Chris Rodriguez, too. They took his national average from six carries, excuse me, six yards per carry to just under four. Yeah. And that was after he scored on breaking arm tackles in the first quarter and had a lot of Tennessee fans rolling their eyes going, here we go again. Not only did he find a way to scamper into the end zone looking dominant, but then Tennessee just absolutely slammed the door in his face for three more quarters and didn't allow Kentucky back in the end zone. So now what do you do? Now what do you do? You take your number one ranking. You sit there and you ask yourself, what's the next test? And then you look ahead at the schedule and go, oh boy, it's the biggest one of the year. And think about this. And Logan, you brought up a great point off the air that needs to be brought up on the air. How many times have we had to say the following phrase or ask this question in the year 2022 since August, September 1? That's when they ball state, right? September 1? It was September 1. How many times have you had to ask, answer this question since September 1? 
Man, this is a huge game for Tennessee. This is the biggest game since blank. What? Who? When? It seems like that this question is having to hit reset so many times during the 2022 season alone. Now, to be frank, the answer to that question, this Florida game this week, it's the biggest since when? Okay. Alabama, this has been the biggest game since when? Georgia, this is the correct answer to all those questions is 2007 LSU. Atlanta SEC championship game. But now, living in the present, now, Wednesday, November the 2nd, now, today, number one team ranked in the college football playoff rankings. Now that question, man, does it hold so much water? And man, is the answer so much more important. And right now, there are all the chips pushed in into the middle of the table. If Tennessee wins this game on Saturday... I'm never one to say cruise control. I'm never one to say get comfortable. I'm never one that says pick up any road trip snack you want and have it on standby. My goodness, if Tennessee beats Georgia. Like, you think Tennessee fan base right now, you think that they're annoying? You you log on to Facebook last night and you see so many people copying and pasting the college football playoff rankings? Did you get on Twitter last night and all those people who kept your screenshots started throwing those receipts back in your face, adding attachments to their 240 characters, 280 characters. Do you think that was annoying? Were you once a Tennessee fan in the late 90s, early 2000s, but then you jumped ship to become a Florida fan or a Bama fan or a Georgia fan? I have one particular friend. He somehow became a Boise State fan, probably still has never visited the state of Idaho since then. You think it's bad now after learning about the break? Excuse me. About the rankings? What happens if Tennessee beats Georgia on Saturday? Did you just get goosebumps thinking about it? Think of this. Last night, that was mayhem. You were probably sitting on your couch, doom scrolling on social media, and then you kept seeing all the different publications and their own graphics. And that was just Tennessee getting the number one ranking. Can you imagine if Tennessee keeps the number one ranking, but they add Georgia to the list of teams that they've knocked off this year? You better evacuate. You better change your profile. Because if Tennessee beats Georgia on Saturday afternoon, I'd say roughly around 6.30, 6.45 Saturday, you're going to need to start marking yourself safe on Facebook from the Tennessee takeover because we're darn near close of seeing the relevancy of Tennessee football reach a max 100% capacity. I believe it'll be glorious. For others, they better run and hide, because Tennessee, this has been brewing for some time, and they are one more win away from reaching the next tier level of fandom and takeover of college football. 99.1 The Sports Animal, Burt McKinnish has got five burning questions. We'll do it next here on TSL. They saw that number one, and they all felt what? You got to just let it get in your bones, baby. Logan, why are you turning it down? I said I want laundry detergent. I want gain on the rejoin music. I want to hear this getting people's eardrums. 99.1 The Sports Animal. 
Home to your newly ranked number one Tennessee Volunteers. Hi, flagship station guy over here. What's up? Morning show we like to call the starting lineup. And we want to let you know, whether you're joining us from out of the listening area on 991thesportsanimal.com or if you took advantage of that free download on the iPhones, yeah, that's the Apple App Store or the Android users using the Google Play Store, welcome. We got all things Tennessee football. You'll hear from Josh Heupel with his appearance last night on ESPN's college football playoff ranking show. So much to get to. We can't waste another second more. Let's get it. This is five burning questions being brought to you by our friends over at Burton McKinnish on 99.1, the sports animal. Howdy, Tyler. Tennessee ranked number one in last night's initial college football playoff rankings. Are you surprised? What did I tell you all day yesterday on Tuesday's program? Tennessee will be the number one ranked team tonight. Here's the reason why. And I took it a step further and I said, hey, guess what? For those of you who think it's just going to be two SEC and two Big Ten teams, Michigan won't be in the top four. It'll be Clemson. Check, check, check. Uh, Not surprised whatsoever. Good on the committee. They got it right. They actually look at resumes. I am not surprised. I said I did not think it was going to happen because maybe that's just me saying I didn't have any faith in the committee They looked at resumes. They said that the defense for Tennessee against Kentucky was a big stepping stone for them and putting them over the top of Georgia and Ohio State. I was not surprised. I just didn't think that they would actually do it. Outside of Tennessee being ranked number one, what else stood out to you? Uh, Obviously, it was Alabama being over TCU. Undefeated TCU. 8-0. They come in at number seven. They're behind one loss, Alabama, and they have a better strength of record and schedule than Clemson and Michigan. Like here, here it is to have even a shot to even be sniffing a national championship. Clearly they're going to have to run the table and win the big 12 championship. So look, the best wins they're against number 13, Kansas state, number 18, uh, Oklahoma state. Uh, Look, it's one week, but the frogs, they got a lot to gripe about. It was Alabama being over TCU. And then our guy Boo Corrigan. I, I'm, just gonna, I'm, I'm just going to start calling him our Boo. Oh no! That's Don't, what I'm going to do. No, 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 no. That's awful. Don't For them throwing in Texas inside the top 25 at number 24, that is one of the most absurd things ever. As soon as I saw that, I said Alabama is going to be above TCU, and that makes no sense. Tyler Ivins, they have beaten this year. UL Monroe. Yeah. UTSA. Yeah. West Virginia. Mm, take me home. Oklahoma without Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, boomer sooner. Iowa State by three points. The last time out, they lost to Oklahoma State. The same Oklahoma State team that just lost to TCU two weeks ago. What are we doing? Yeah, what no. are we doing? They ain't played nobody, Paul. That makes no sense. TCU should have been six. Alabama should have been seven. I'm not going to overreact. It's the first one of the season. Whatever. Sounds like you're overreacting. On no, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. It just made no sense. Who made the best trade deadline deal yesterday in the NFL? The Miami Dolphins did. The Dolphins went out and they went and got Bradley Chubb. And I'm going to tell you right now, they did two things by doing this. Not only did they have no problem whatsoever throwing in San Francisco's uh, number one pick they got in the Trey Lance deal to give to Denver. But they went out and they made a statement about who their quarterback is. You don't go all in and get Bradley Chubb unless you think two is the answer to your Super Bowl dreams and is the leader of the franchise. Guess what? By going to get Bradley Chubb and doing just that, you are signaling that you are ready to compete for a Super Bowl. There were a lot of affirmations, if you will, that were put on the line and confirmed yesterday. 
I'm going to say it's Nahi Himes to the Bills. Now, I know what you're saying. Do the Bills really need more weapons? And the answer to that question is no. But to go get a guy that versatile who can, who's a phenomenal, you know, one of the best receivers from the running back position in the entire NFL, and then also a very good running back, you didn't give up that much for him, Zach Moss, you know, sure, whatever. But to go get Josh Allen just one more weapon that can just really put him over the top with that offense, the way he's conducting it, that was a big trade. I'm going to say it right now. Bills win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> way, to go Bills win the Super Bowl. way to go out on a limb there, Logan. Just hot take. Today is National Deviled Egg Day. Where are you at on deviled eggs? As a kid, no chance. As an adult, maybe. We can have a conversation. We got a little, got a little pepper on them. Depends how long have they been sitting out. If they've been sitting out at a picnic table for an hour, no chance. If we're in an air-conditioned room and we need a little hors d'oeuvres, all right, we'll talk about it. Got to be the right situation. Got to know what kind of mayonnaise, what kind of things are we putting inside this egg. We got to talk about it. Got to know what the resume looks like before I enjoy a deviled egg. I like deviled eggs. I don't love deviled eggs. There are certainly some other better options. I'm not going to turn one down. But yes, if they're out outside at a picnic, that's disgusting. If you're having to put sunscreen on at a picnic, you're not eating deviled eggs. And if I see deviled eggs, I'm throwing them at somebody. But I mean, uh, you know, as a horse derby, I'm all for it. That's fine. But they're good. They're not the best. They're not bad. It's also National Ohio Day. When you think of Ohio sports, what do you think of? Uh, I think of Ohio State football first, but that probably shouldn't be the first thing I think of. Honestly, this is going to sound nuts. When I think of the state of Ohio, I think of how bad the Cleveland Browns have been for so long. I mean, I really, I do. I mean, they used to be the punchline and then it looked like they were returning to relevancy and it looks like perhaps maybe Deshaun Watson in the next three weeks when he returns from suspension could perhaps maybe start the path to redemption and relevancy. But yeah, I, I think of just how putrid that Cleveland football franchise has been for so many decades. To me, it's LeBron starting off with the Cavs being from Akron, then leaving to go back to Miami and then returning to Cleveland just four years later bringing them their first title in, what, 60-something years? Yeah, that'd be right. Just the whole bad situation they had their sports scene in Cleveland, and then LeBron returns to win them a title. That's what I think of. Yeah, friends over at Burton McKinnis bringing you five burning questions. 865-233-1105. Maryville and Knoxville, as well as Western North Carolina. They can practice family, law, divorce, criminal defense. They also can take care of you if it comes to personal injury and DUI. As you know, all people are equal before the law, and a good attorney is what makes the difference. That's why Burt McKinnis Law is available to you online at BurtMcKinnis.com. I'm telling you right now, Burt McKinnis, not a large mill firm where you won't meet with an attorney until the day of your hearing. I know a lot of people who do that. You're going to begin your case with a personal consultation with an attorney, and then throughout the process, it's going to be handled together. An attorney and a paralegal to ensure that your case, you don't just become another number in a folder in a filing cabinet. If you need justice and you need somebody you trust to have on your side, it begins. Burton McKinnish online at BurtonMcKinnish.com. 742. Update us. Eric Kane's thoughts on Tennessee being ranked number one in the college football playoff rankings. We got five-figure death punch tickets. We got a ride with Ivan's play. We hear from Josh Heupel. Excitement! It's through our pores this morning. I know a lot of you are very excited about this new number one ranking for the University of Tennessee football that you can hear right here on 99.1, the sports animal. 
The first college football playoff rankings of the year were released last night, and Tennessee came in ranked number one after starting the season 8-0. Ohio State was ranked number two, Georgia number three, and Clemson number four. Outside of the top four, Michigan ranked fifth, Alabama sixth, undefeated TCU ranked seventh. Elsewhere in college football, Georgia linebacker Nolan Smith is out for the rest of the season with a torn pectoral muscle. Smith led Georgia in sacks, TFLs, and quarterback hurries. In Game 3 of the World Series last night, the Phillies took down the Astros 7-0. The Phillies hold a two-game to one lead in that series. It's 7:43. Eric Kane joins TSL next for a Tennessee football practice report. Good morning. I'm Logan Ward. All right, 11 minutes ahead of the hour of 8 o'clock. Starting lineup, been waiting patiently this morning for the man to join us right now as he does each and every morning, 748 here on your flagship station for Tennessee football, 99.1 The Sports Animal. His name is Eric Kane. Where art thou, Eric Kane? Good morning to you. This is a pool by Heritage UT fall practice report. What's up, dude? Yeah, Tennessee's number one. The Vols debuted in the season's first installment of the college football playoff rankings in the top spot for the first time in program history. It's the seventh time the Vols have made an appearance in the college football playoff rankings since its inception in 2014, but it's the first since uh, checking in at number 21 in the final round back in 2016. The Vols own victories over two teams ranked inside the top 10. Um, in the playoff rankings, coming in over number six Alabama and number ten LSU, Tennessee is out in front of Ohio State, who checked in at number two, Georgia at number three, Clemson at four, Michigan at five, Alabama at six, and uh, TCU was at seventh as well. Uh, Tennessee continues its prep for the Monster Showdown in Athens this weekend, with practice this morning, a walkthrough tomorrow, and then practice Friday before departure. Josh Heupel will appear later tonight on Ball Calls. And uh, that'll be carried right here on the Sports Animal. This UT football practice report, it's brought to you by Pools by Heritage. Beat the spring rush, get your pool started now from design to construction to maintenance. One call can do it all. Call Pools by Heritage at 947-7527. All right, Cater, the pinata's hanging from the ceiling right now. We'll let you take a whack. What were your surprises, if you had any, from last night's uh, first week of the college football playoff rankings? Uh, surprises, I guess, if you're if, if you're going to say anyone out there. I guess Michigan at five. I think that was a message. You know, eight no record. Michigan playing in the Big Ten. But the, the weak non-conference schedule, I think that was a message saying, hey, go play somebody. So Michigan at five, I guess. Um, you know, that, that was the biggest one for me. TCU was at number seven. Uh, undefeated, of course. The strength of schedule is still not great, but they do have four ranked wins um, on the season. That's that's nobody. I mean, no, the, the only person that's closest to Tennessee would be TCU in that regard. So, I mean, in terms of surprises, I would say that at least inside the top 10, uh, Georgia being at number three, it was kind of surreal to see that pop up on the screen. Don't get me wrong. Cause I just assumed Georgia would be at number one, but I would say Michigan at five was the biggest. All right. So you look at Georgia at number three, I want to focus on Tennessee's opponent this weekend, man. You want to talk about somebody who needs a little bit more help than just the Vols win on Saturday. We're assuming Georgia wins. Okay. But man, I'm going to tell you right now, they don't beat Tennessee. That Oregon win, what the committee showed us last night, apparently they're not taking that into account too much because if you take that Oregon win off their calendar, what's their best win this year, Kaner? South Carolina? Yep. I mean, the point I'm getting at is Georgia, perhaps maybe they need to consider to beef up that non-conference schedule. And 
We already are poking jokes at the dogs. Who'd they replace Oklahoma with next year in the 2023 calendar? Granted, they had a short turnaround, but they went out and got Ball State. So perhaps teams like Michigan, as you mentioned, teams like Georgia, maybe perhaps they need to find a way to beef up the calendar just a little bit more, especially if they need a little help when it comes to tough seasons like this year with so many undefeated teams. Yeah, if Georgia doesn't win Saturday, they're done, right? I mean, am, am, it am seems I like it's wrong. That, yeah. The first week of the playoff ranking showed us here's your roadmap. This is where the rock slide occurs if you lose. For Georgia, it occurs on Saturday if they can't beat Tennessee at their house. And I think the only game that Georgia really has outside of Tennessee left on the schedule, I believe, is Kentucky. Mississippi and, State's of relevance as well, and a small okay. relevancy. Yeah. But I mean, again, for both these teams, Tennessee and Georgia, there's not there's not another kind of big game to kind of prove your dominance if you do lose. But Tennessee has five ranked wins. Georgia has is clinging to that one win, as you mentioned, over Oregon. And, and Oregon, you know, it's, it's, it, it looks like a better win every single day. But gosh, that was back in week one. So I think if Georgia loses, man, it's going to be tough for Georgia to make the college football playoff at all. I mean, they got to get a ton and a ton of help. So I, I I think Georgia's in a horrible spot there. That's why, again, it, it's 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 how you finish the season. It's how you play on Saturday against Tennessee and all that. So it's not like you you can say that this is everything. The rankings, but uh, the rankings mean something, right? I mean, Tennessee being number one does mean something because it, it could get the benefit of the doubt. Of course, later on, if Tennessee does lose to Georgia on Saturday, so uh, Georgia's got to win. If they don't, then they're done, in my opinion. Uh, can I get your John Hancock on this? Uh, Vols win Saturday; they're a lock for the playoff. Yes or no? That's I mean, what it looks like, man. As long as you don't get blown out, as long as you don't get blown out in a loss in the SEC championship game uh, to Alabama by thirty or forty points, which I don't anticipate that ever happening. It kind of feels that way. Is that how you feel, Tyler? No, I feel like they beat Georgia. I don't care if they lose fifty to six; they're still making the playoff in Atlanta. So you think it's log dead bolt? Put 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 a spare lock on there, and it's done. They beat Georgia, go nine and zero. You can cruise control, right lane blinker, turn it off, and then Carolina, Missouri, Vanderbilt. You're twelve and zero. You go to Atlanta. Even if Bama shows you the door, you're the you're the like you're whatever opposite of Bama, so you don't play them again, back to back games, and then you're probably going to the like right now hypothetically you beat Georgia. Let's say you get your doors blown off in Atlanta. They would make Ohio State, Michigan winner, Big Ten winner number one. They would make Clemson number two. They'd make Bama three, Tennessee four. The Vols would then be going to the Fiesta out west, taking on the Big Ten winner. And then you would have to win another game similar to what they would be the Georgia Alabama roadmap all over again from last year, Kaner. See, I disagree because if just based off, I don't think they're a lock because even if you do lose in Atlanta, if TCU, Clemson, whoever comes out of the Big Ten is undefeated, and if it's Alabama out of the West and they beat Tennessee, you're not going to leave out Alabama. You can't leave out a undefeated Power Five conference winner. I'm sorry. I'm living under the hypothetical that TCU is going to lose to Texas next week in Austin. Yeah, TCU is not going to go undefeated, so there's that. But I, Tennessee, Mark, if if Tennessee has a one loss that's in the SEC championship game and it's not a blowout, it's to Alabama, a team that's already beaten, Tennessee uh, t- Tennessee would get picked for the You know how I know TCU is not going to go undefeated? Because alumni of TCU, Mark Packer texted me and said, Ivan's not only are they going to lose to Texas, they're going to lose the second game probably at Waco, Texas when they take on Baylor. So, ha! 
one of Kaner's bosses turned to me and said, I can see into the future, and this is what the future tells me. Didn't know Pac-Man went to TCU. You didn't know Mark Packer went to TCU? Didn't know that. Guess what? I didn't know that either until he texted me directly and told me those things. So <laughs> I was going to say, you know, he might not have gone to TCU. I'm just making that up. <laughs> source, sources close to Mark Packer tell me that he went to TCU. Those sources, Mark Packer himself. Kaner, go get some sleep. Go put some dapper damn pomade in your hair and start looking good like you always do. Thanks, buddy. You got it. Seven fifty-seven. You want to spin the wheel? We got five-figure death punch tickets. Brantley Gilbert. They'll be at TBA coming up on November the seventeenth. Uh, you know what? Keep the credit card in your wallet. Give us a ring. Let's play the game. Let's get you hooked up on ninety-nine point one, the Sports Animal. Final sixty minutes on the way next. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen.